package. Details at louisianalottery.com slash saints. Well, honey, what do you think? Scratch-offs, second chance prizes, and a Saints fast play game, too? Now that's a winning season. Play all Saints tickets from the lottery for a chance to make this your winning season. Must be at least 21 to purchase. 5th District Congresswoman Julia Letlow says Louisiana farmers need federal assistance as a result of the excessive rainfall last month. LSU Ag Center soybean specialist Dr. David Mosley says in Ovoyles Parish, one consultant says about 20 to 30 percent of the soybean crops had damage. I hope the conditions a little bit better in central Louisiana, but I've heard in the sugarcane country the soybean crop didn't look as good. It had a lot of rain down there. It's up to state government to request federal assistance. The state's Coastal Protection and Restoration Authority says it's been making strides in the fight against coastal land loss, but a large source of funding is set to come to an end in 2032, and that's BP oil spill settlement money. CPRA Executive Director Chip Klein says they are aware of the 2032 fiscal cliff and discussing the issue with federal officials. As a result of that consistent, prolonged pounding the pavement in D.C. When we go up there, we are now meeting with some of the highest individuals within the federal government. LRN. This isn't a NASA flashback. It's the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 107.5. Good afternoon, Acadiana. Happy Labor Day to everybody. Hope and pray you had a good day. Maybe you got some golf in. Looks like the weather held up. I was at Grand Isle all weekend uh, celebrating the Labor Day weekend with my son-in-law and daughter and grandchildren. So I uh, wasn't around New Iberia, but uh, looks dry here at the studio. So I hope everybody had a great day and enjoyed some outdoor stuff. Let's thank our sponsors before we uh, get to talking about golf. We got a new sponsor, Clico, Central Louisiana Electric Company, is sponsoring uh, a lot of things here at Kane Radio, uh, especially during this hurricane season. And it's their main thrust. They're going to give you all kind of ideas of uh, what to do to uh, preserve energy. And uh, I think they come on Jeff's show periodically. I'm not sure when. I'll have to find out. But uh, Clico, another sponsor for Chip Shots. For the next few months. Also our longtime faithful sponsors. Coca-Cola Bottling Company of Lafayette. Mr. Lee Tatford. We appreciate your support of local radio. And also high school football. They uh, sponsor it as well. And then our final big sponsor is GolfBalls.com. Located on Arnold Boulevard right there in Lafayette. And we know they have everything that you could possibly want. In the realm of golf. And they're uh, Merchandise room, they have a nice uh, simulator where you can hit and try out golf clubs of all sorts right there on Arnold Boulevard, Lafayette. Golfballs.com. And, of course, our local golf clubs, Eagle Ridge, Cane Row, Sugar Oaks, Bellevue, and Atchafalaya. We're supporting them all. Start out with Bellevue. Ty Burdett's the owner there, and uh, last week I texted him saying, Ty, send me some news and nothing to do with rain. He, he texted me back, LOL, laughing out loud, right? He was cutting his greens for the first time in three days because of rain. And don't you know, he sent me a video of it raining on him. He didn't get to finish cutting his greens. So everybody's struggling with the rain. Seems like it's subsided a little bit, but uh, Ty indicated that 
they've gotten 31 and a half inches of rain just in the month of August. And uh, we know we average usually about 62 inches of rain in Louisiana a year. In South Louisiana, anyway, that's a half a year's worth in one month. He said only two rounds of golf started and completed the whole month. So, uh, yeah, it's been rough on some uh, some of the area golf courses. Hopefully fall will bring some nice weather. And we need to thank the good Lord that we haven't gotten a hurricane yet. And... Uh, Hopefully, we'll just bypass it this year, and won't that be great? Back to Bellevue, their last dogfight, which is always popular, was won by Butch Bajeron, no relations to Boxcar, my uh, colleague here. Tied for second was uh, Bobby McDaniels and Brandon Burdett. That's Ty's son. And also at Bellevue, they're, they're club champions. It's nice to, uh, to honor them. The senior champion is Doug Robichaud, and the uh, overall champion is Brandon Burdett. Seems like that name keeps popping up quite a bit. Need to send that boy to work, Ty. Then down at Atchafalaya, they're still promoting their uh, Twilight Scrambles every Thursday evening. It's a two-person team, 5.30 shotgun start. $40 for non-members, $30 if you're a passholder member. And it includes a lot. Your cart, your green fee, your range, your prize money, and then they're throwing in some food as well. So if you uh, you need something to do on a Thursday afternoon, go play golf in a two-person team scramble at a Atchafalaya. They just airified and uh, top-dressed and fertilized that green, so uh, I think they're in pretty good shape from what I've heard of people that have played there lately. Then down at Cane Row there, Non-member twilight rates, 30 bucks after 2 o'clock on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Senior rate all day long, if you're 60 plus, is $38. And then they have a special Wednesday rate, $30, just like that twilight rate. $30, but it's afternoon, anytime after 12 noon. But you might want to be a member because you get a lot of benefits. 20% 20% off soft goods, 10% off hard goods. And uh, they have one of the best stocked golf shops around. Uh, been in it a few times lately, and uh, they, they have it quite nicely stocked. It's only $142 to be a member. And besides that, you get uh, to book your tee times well in advance one week, and that's a big benefit. When they're busy, you want select tee times, you need to be a member. And they charge a handicap for you right there in the golf shop with the Louisiana Golf Association's handicap system. They also waive dues for their Men's Golf Association, which they this year resurrected. The president is Raymond Bernard, and uh, a lot of their tournaments got wiped out. But uh, I know the club championship was scheduled in August, and uh, it's now going to be held in October. And I tell you what, October is one of the best months to play up front of two passes through usually and uh, gets the weather gets dry and cool and just beautiful time to play golf. If you're a UL Raging Cajun fan and as they won their opener this weekend on the football field against Southeastern, congratulations to local Catholic High product and New Iberia native Mike Desimo, the new head coach there. Congratulations to Billy Napier as well over at Florida. He upset Utah, but 
we're not talking football, are we? We're talking golf. But uh, if you're a Raging Cajun fan and going to some of these games, you might want to check out Kane Rose Golf Shop because they are licensed to uh, sell UL logoed merchandise. And they have a bunch of stuff right there in their pro shop. Buy for a loved one or a friend or someone that's a big Raging Cajun fan. And pro Ryan Desimo, no relation to Mike, is uh, the pro at Kane Row. He participated in, uh, he is on the Callaway Golf Staff, Callaway Golf Equipment. And uh, they played in a big tournament last Monday in Dallas. And uh, at a famous course called La Quinta, where the pros usually play. $25,000 prize was in that uh, that event as uh, Callaway put up the money and, of course, gave him bunches of balls and gloves and stuff. And uh, the tournament, one of uh, a sectional tournament for Callaway as they have a national, this was a qualifier for their national event. And uh, Ryan missed it by uh, one shot. He shot 73 and even poor would have advanced him to the national tournament in California. But uh, nonetheless, he said he had a great time. Okay, down at Sugar Oaks, their weekly specials for 9 or 18 holes is only $22, and that's Monday and Tuesday. Uh, I think they open up at noon on Monday. Then Wednesday is their all-day special, only $31. Play as many holes as you want. Just get in that cart and go play and play and play. Results out at Sugar Oaks. Uh, you know, their men's association is really active. They have tournaments on Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. You know, weather permitting, a lot of them got rained out. So, uh, But they did get this one in. On Wednesday, August 31st, they had a twilight scramble. And it was won by Tam Rosemont and Olin Grager with minus two. And some of their tournaments in the past, their Wednesday, August 10th twilight tournament was won by Jason Abair. Glenn Dupuy and Paul Colson. They actually tied 20 points team total with uh, Greg Dubois, Tam Rosemont, and Matt Abab, one on the scorecard playoff. Friday, August the uh, 12th, they had a team shamble. Shambles where you both hit your tee shot and then uh, select the best tee shot and you play your own ball in from there. Uh, the individual winners there or rather team winners, was Eric Lachelet and Roger Pisani, 22 points. Second place, Paul Ladisor and Robert Burton, 24 points. And then the Gator Golf Club, which stems out of Sugar Oaks, their last event was played at Tamaka Trails. First flight winner was uh, Tim Hoffbauer with plus six. Second flight winner was Kent Kern with plus seven. Their next tournament, that was played out at Tamaka Trails in Marksville, but their next tournament was scheduled for Beaver Creek way back August 27th. Kind of think rain got to it because Boyd Booty hasn't sent me results yet, and he's usually pretty good at uh, coming in and bringing me the results of all the Gator Golf Club events. And they have a nice lineup of uh, championship golf courses. Most of them are on the Audubon Trail, which is – a select group of golf courses down in South Louisiana that are nice, you know, new, and uh, well-kept up. 
and uh, you can play the Audubon Golf Trail, which the Gator Golf Club does. Then our most recent pro-am was played at Southern Oaks. Once again, you can play on Tuesday or Thursday, the week of the pro-am. And so back in August, on Tuesday, they got a good group played out at Southern Oaks in Abbeville. But then it rained like six inches on the Wednesday, the 3rd. And so Thursdays, August the 4th, even though it wasn't raining, it uh, reduced the number of players. In fact, they only had 27 players. But uh, 82 total, which is uh, a fair turnout. Since we've been gone to two days, director Doug Beard has increased the number of players to around 100 plus at, at most every course. And so uh, the winners were Brody LeBlanc, Jake Broussard, Fairley Painter, and Chris Maillard. Plus nine, they won $120 each. And that's redeemable at golfballs.com with their plentiful merchandise showroom. Second place went in $84 was Mitch Guillory, Matt Hebert, Gerald Segu, and Jimmy Daniels, plus five. Then in third place went in $52, Kate Hebert, the uh, director of golf out at Southern Oaks in Abbeville. He teamed up with Michael Michel, Lyle Hargrave, and Patrick Darby. Went in $52, they were plus three. Then the low amateurs was Brody LeBlanc, Mitch Guillory, Benny Dronet and Carter Owens winning $30. The next program is going to be tomorrow and Thursday out at Eagle Ridge. And then we'll start the rotation again the following month of October. Then the Lafayette Senior Men's Golf Association. You don't have to be a resident of Lafayette to be a member of this. You only need $25 and be a golfer. And they play a bunch of courses as well. They play twice a month. The second Tuesday of the month is their out-of-town golf course where the last event was held at a Chafalaya in Patterson. And the winners there were Fairley Painter and Glenn Biro, plus six on their points. Second place went to Brian Dugas and Kenny Granger, plus four on their points. And then... Third place was a tie between Myron Rodriguez and Jay Frederick, along with Joe Bass and Brent Collada. That Tuesday, that fourth Tuesday event is played at their home course, Municipal, right there in Lafayette. And Lawson Ruley, the director of the Lafayette Senior Men's Golf Association, was the winner there, plus 11. That's pretty spicy, uh, pretty hefty above his points there, plus 11. Second place went to John Pierce, plus six. Third place, Jay Frederick, plus four. And on the college golf scene, our local university, uh, the Louisiana Raging Cajuns, they teed it up this week in uh, Verona, New York, at Turning Stone Golf Course. It was hosted, get it, get this, the tournament was hosted by Missouri. And why they... Is that I don't know, you know why would Missouri host a tournament a faraway place like New York, but in qualifying for the team, Theodore only has seven players or eight players this year. One of them's injured and will not get to participate. Hudson Dubinsky uh, hurt his wrist and uh, will be out for the at least for the fall season. But qualifying, Jake Marler, left-hander from Shreveport, shot ten under par. 
and Eli Artigo was four under par for the, uh, I think they had like three and a half, four and a half rounds, you know, in, in between the reins this past week. But they played uh, yesterday and today. The tournament concluded today. And uh, host Missouri won at minus 17. The Raging Cajuns finished, in my opinion, a disappointing tied for seventh at plus 34. On the individual side, Charlie Flynn started out 68-69 and then stumbled coming in, as everybody else did on this team. He had a 78 and shot 215 and tied for seventh individually. Their freshman from uh, South Africa, Milan Puttiger. I'm pronouncing that wrong, but what the heck. Once again, 72, 76, and then an 80. As did uh, Jake Marla finished with an 80. Eli Artigo finished with an 80. Matt Weber finished with an 80. Something happened uh, over the uh, after the first 36 holes, and these players just lost their game for some reason. Don't know. Let's see, uh, their other freshman, no, yeah, we said Hudson is on the injury list, but uh, for some reason their other freshman, uh, and, I, and I escape his name right now, but uh, he's, he's not going to be able to participate, I, I don't think, for the whole fall season. I'll find out more about that and let you all know on next Chip Shots. And my grandson Drew's got a bunch of tournaments lined up. Um on Saturday and Sunday, the 10th and 11th of this month, he'll be playing in the uh, National Nota Begay Invitational at Cleveland Country Club in Cleveland, Mississippi. Then the following weekend, 17th and 18th, he'll be playing in the River Cup uh, at Dancing Rabbit. That's a pretty famous course up in northern Mississippi. And uh, the River Cup pits the Louisiana Juniors against the Mississippi Juniors in that Ryder Cup-style match for two days. A fun tournament, uh, a lot of good experience and, and fellowship will be had with the juniors from Mississippi and Louisiana there. And then uh, Drew concludes his uh, his fall season uh, at Lake Charles Country Club and the Louisiana Junior Golf Tour has their tournament players championship. So their TPC event is going to be played October 8th and 9th at Lake Charles Country Club, where Greg Sonier is an assistant golf pro. And the reason I bring up Greg's name is not only did he play golf for USL back in the day, but he's now a PGA member of the Gulf State section, and Greg is leading leading points in the Player of the Year award. He has 385 points, and tied for second is Alan Martell and Reed Hughes with 330 points. So he has a 55-point lead going into the fall. And this is when our, you know, the, the club pros, this is when their season uh, basically comes to an end. They have all their tournaments up until this point, and then they usually have their section championship, which includes all the pros in Louisiana and Mississippi, the Gulf State section. And uh, this year they're playing – uh, in September 22nd through 25th, I believe it is. And uh, that's where the, the, the uh, points will end and whoever with the most points will be awarded. We hope it's Greg Sonia. All right, that'll wrap it up for the local news. Uh, I'll be back on the other side and we'll talk about some uh, national news going on in the golf scene. So stay tuned for that.
Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com. We have a new player on the field and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Kane Radio is your home for high school football. Join us Friday night. Lorville hosting to Quincy. Our pregame coverage at 6.30, 7 o'clock. The kick brought to you in part by the Quarter Tavern, McDonald's, Pelican Driving School, Jacob Landry, candidate for State Senate District 49, Coca-Cola, Bears Garden Center, District Attorney Bo Dewey, Dana Duga, Affordable Homes, and the Acadiana Hearing Center. Lorville takes on to Quincy Friday night. 7 o'clock, the kick, 6.30, the pregame here on Kane 107.5. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. Tesh Matters, 10 to 1, on New Iberia's home for the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane, 1075. Yeah, I'm all right. Sitting here in the air chair, Kane Radio. Talking golf on chip shots. That's Kenny Loggins with the Caddyshack theme. I'm all right. Anytime anybody that plays golf hears that song, the famous movie comes to mind for sure. I think they have more quotes from that movie than any other movie in history. I got to believe it anyway. All right, so we're back and uh, we're ready to talk a little bit of golf on the national scene, and of course, making the news. Golf's been making the news for sure on the national uh, sporting scene, uh, mostly because of the LIV, the uh, Saudi-backed tour that they've started. And they had a tournament in Boston this week. And uh, their tournament director, or CEO, Greg Norman, he uh, 
Talk about flashy. Uh, ego. He parachuted out of a helicopter to begin the uh, opening ceremony of this uh, LIV tour. And uh, he, he promptly announced that the players could wear shorts, which is uh, taboo on the uh, PGA Tour. They, they have relaxed a little bit and allowed them to uh, wear shorts in practice rounds and such. But, uh, you know, golf's a traditional game with a lot of history and heritage. And uh, I don't know, you know, I've, I've, I've just begun to wear shorts playing golf probably in the last 10 years. But... Uh, even during the summer and stuff, I'd always wear long pants, you know. Uh, that rule, of course, doesn't apply to club pros, you know, just the PGA Tour. And, you know, it, it's it's just to make them look professional and, and separated from the rest of the golfers. At any rate, Live, the Live Golf Tour is now allowing them to wear shorts. And then they had their one of their four events in the United States. They had it in Boston this past week. And Dustin Johnson... Uh, tied along with uh, Joachim Neiman and uh, Nirban Lahiri at 15 under par. And uh, he made a long, long, I think 35-foot putt for Eagle on the first playoff hole and beat uh, the two newcomers, Joachim Neiman and uh, Nirban Lahiri. And uh, with that putt, he won the, the tournament, which, uh, you know, whatever. But he became a first. He's a first for an American on that Saudi-funded tour to win. And uh, it's also a first playoff for that Saudi-based tour. And uh, Donald Trump's uh, New York City golf course is going to host the first ever Saudi-based backed women's LIV event in October. It's called the Ramco Team Series at Trump Golf Links in uh, Fer Ferry Point, New York, which is in the Bronx. And so with that, with that in mind, uh, one of the golf writers suggested, and I think it's a good suggestion, you know, he was just writing an article, right? He didn't point it out to anybody or anything. But, uh, you know, the PGA Tour and the European Tour go back many decades, along with all the majors, you know. Uh, the history and heritage and tradition of these events are plentiful, whereas the Live has no no history to it. You know, they're, they're a startup tour, and uh, it, it, it's they 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 could they could have that place if they sat down at the table and talked with the PGA and the European Tour, the DP Tour. They could have that place in the golf schedule. And, and they could have their niche if uh, and then the scout writer is saying they need to go to team events. That's what they're gearing to. And that that's what makes them different. And that's what makes the fans kind of excited to see team event. We all know what happened to the Zurich Classic when the PGA Tour went to a team event. It exploded. Players from all over were coming to play uh, in, in the event. It became exciting and fun and it still is. And so maybe if you know, the golfing gods could get together and sit these big big shot people at a table and say, hey, why don't we come together with a, with a, a schedule that would include y'all and, you know, we, we'll relax our restrictions on our PGA players and allow them access to your tour 
just so long your tour doesn't conflict with our tour. And I, I, I just think that could be worked out. And hopefully it will. Hopefully it will soon because, uh, you know, the LIV tour has attracted a lot of past Masters champion. And we all know what big a whip the Masters in their, <coughs> their membership has. They, they control a lot of things. Uh, and, but what I'm getting at is Phil Mickelson was a two-time Masters winner, and he spearheaded the, the exodus of the PGA Tour players to the LIV Tour, and Dustin Johnson followed. He's another Masters champion, along with Sergio Garcia, Masters champion, Danny Willett, Masters champion. So the final one, Bubba, Bubba Watson, he made a, a, a terrible mistake, in my opinion. Um, he, he said, and, and they're talking about still have the uh, the welcome mat out from the Masters. He said, you know, will, will the players be welcome, the LIV players be welcomed at the Masters? And he made the stupid statement in saying, if not, I don't want to be there anyway. So you know the Masters people, that's going to aggravate them. And it's an invitational tournament, right? So they can invite whoever they want. It's their tournament. And uh, it would be a crime to see players like Bubba and all, you know, not being able to play in the Masters. But, you know, it's going to be what it's going to be. 13 of the 50 players on the LIV Tour exited with uh, World Golf Rankings. So uh, that's another big issue for them is, are they going to get, they applied for World Golf Rankings in their events, but uh, will they get it? We don't know. Uh, the committees for that are, number one, the Masters, the U.S. Open, British Open, PGA of America, along with uh, four other prominent PGA, or rather prominent golf uh, associations, and uh, they'll make the decision as to whether the LIV can, uh, can own it, p- people on it can earn world golf rankings. If not, these players are going to gradually fall off the list, and uh, no more. No more will they get to play in the big tournaments. Continue with the LIV, and then I'm going to be done because I'm really tired of it in a, in a sense. Uh, once again, I wish they'd come together and work out their, their, their grievances. But Gary Player, the nine-time major champion, and he's now 80, I think, seven or eight years old, he, uh, he, he's totally against it. But uh, <coughs> he made the statement, the tour, for this tour, the LIV tour, is for people who don't have confidence in their future. And uh, he may be partially right with that, you know. Um, and, and he also said, you know, that, that he wouldn't give up for, for a billion dollars, he wouldn't give up any of his ma- major champions, championships. And that speaks volumes for uh, what the game of golf meant to these players. Let's see what else I have here. The Live Tour, the Saudis. Uh, oh, okay. G- Gary Player, his son, wore the Saudi logo. He was, a, of course, Gary Player is an honorary starter, right? Along with Jack Nicholas, 
and uh, I, I think Lee Elder did it one year with him. I'm not sure. I can't remember who did it this year. But anyway, Gary Player's son caddied for him, and he wore a, a Saudi logo, and that went didn't go down well with the uh, people who run the Masters. The Saudis also do that uh, Ramco team uh, series, which uh, for for the women we talked about that earlier, and they also designed. Uh, golf courses in Saudi Arabia. So, All right, switching gears for sure. On the college golf scene, again, Stanford, on the ladies' side, won the national championship last year, along with individually their freshman, Rose Zhang. Well, Rose is a sophomore now this year. And they began their defense of the NCAA championships in style, with a runaway victory at Pebble Beach in the Carmel Cup. Uh, they won by 13 shots. And uh, Southamore Zhang had a five-shot win with a, a ladies' record, 63, at Pebble Beach. And she, once again, she was a freshman last year, and even as a freshman, won Player of the Year honors in, in the college golf scene. Then on the Corn Ferry Tour, big things happening there as they had their tour championship, and it concluded. It was won by Justin Sue, and uh, a big bonus for him winning. Of course, the top 25 finishers uh, after the, their tour championship earned cards to the PGA Tour, right? Well, the, Justin Sue got a big surprise. He not only won a card to, to be a member of the PGA Tour, but uh, he also got an exemption to the Tournament Players' Championship, Ponte Vedra Beach at Sawgrass uh, coming up in March of next year. And then a big bonus is an exemption to the U.S. Open. I'm not sure where that's played next year, but uh, you know, it's a big-time course. Um, he shot 21 under par at Victoria National in uh, Newburgh, Indiana. And he also finished first in the season-long point system. He's a 25-year-old who uh, played golf collegiately at USC, Southern Cal. So, nice going for him and for all the other players who uh, won back their PGA Tour court. All right, on the LPGA Tour, they had the Dana Open this past week. And uh, Gabby Lopez, a 28-year-old Mexican lady, birdied the last three holes for a 63 and won that event. And uh, that was her third career win. 19-year-old Lucy Lee was a 54-hole leader. She was a, a, a youngster. She tied for fourth, but she had the 54-hole lead and uh, lost it. And uh, she, she had a lot of uh, people pulling for her because uh, she was a phenom as a, as a junior player. And well, she still is young, 19 years old. Now, now, next, we got the President's Cup coming up uh, this month, September 22nd through 25th. Uh, and then Wednesday afternoon this, of this week, the captains will name their six picks. And, of course, it's been peculiar this year with the President's Cup because a lot of the uh, top players bolted to the, uh, the Live Tour, right? Cameron Smith, the, the Open champion, along with Joachim Neiman, or two of them, so that increased the captain's pick from four to six. So uh, 
the, the international captain is Trevor Elmerman, and the United States captain is Davis Love III. And of course, the, uh, the matches are Ryder Cup-style matches, but they don't include Ireland, the British Isles, Ireland, England, and uh, that, that goes, that's, that's the uh, Ryder Cup for that. So, and uh, the President's Cup is going to be played at Quail Hollow in North Carolina, a big famous course there that they have many PGA Tour stops. So on the international team um, is Hideki Matsurama, who, uh, by the way, turned down in the neighborhood of 300 to 400 million dollars to be a member of the Live Tour. Million dollars. Some of these guys got their head on right. They're not going after money as much as their place in history as a professional golfer. And Hideki has his head on right, in my opinion. And uh, he's on the international team along with Sun G M and Tom Kim, who uh, the youngster recently won for the first time. And then Corey Connors, Mito Piera, and Adam Scott round out the international team. On the U.S. team, Patrick Cantley, Sam Burns, our own local LSU product, along with Justin Thomas, Scotty Scheffler, Xander Scheffler, and Tony Fina. And uh, that ought to be fun to watch. Even though we're in the middle of football season and uh, golf's kind of on the back burner for, for a lot of people, myself included, I still like, like to watch the, uh, the matches because... Just like what I'm suggesting or that sports writer suggested for the, the, the LIV tours to go to a team format, that's what this is. And it, and it brings out a different type of golf where, where the fans uh, approach it differently. They, they cheer and yell and scream for their home team. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's just fun. It's, it's a fun part of golf. And, and these players take it seriously. It's not, they're not playing for money. They're playing for a trophy. And, and, and they're playing for their country. And it, it's a whole big different atmosphere as well as, as vibes for the players themselves. You know, they, they, they got a partner. And they're playing with a partner in most of the, most of the matches. And then when they're playing individually, they're playing for their country, for their team. And it means a lot to them, believe me. Next up, the DP Tour, which uh, recently changed its name from the European Tour. So uh, they had that tournament uh, over the weekend. Uh, made in Hammer, Hammerland. And that event was uh, brought out the most improbable of all winners, Oliver Wilson. That's his first win in eight years. He's 42 years old. His first win in 88 years. He had no top tens since 2019. That's three years he hasn't had a top 10. He's ranked 745th in the world. So he came out of nowhere, and he did it, get this, he did it by holding two 65-foot putts all on the back nine to win the Maid in Hammerland event. And uh, he stole it from uh, Ewan Ferguson, who uh, was trying to win for the third time during the course of the year. All of that on the DP World Tour, DP European Tour. And other notes from that tournament is England's James Morrison. He shot 71, and after shooting 71, which is even par, 
he, uh, of course, this is, this is an easier course, and he, he was expecting to miss the cut. He checked out of his hotel and booked a flight. On Friday's round, he shot 62. Unbelievable. Nine under par, 62. And he said, this game is just unbelievable. It can, can, it can surprise you in so many ways. You know, and, and probably he was, he was trying so hard. And, and when, you, when you put that much pressure on yourself, he shot well, even par. Now, it's great for, for, for the average player, but you got to shoot under par in, the, in these pro tournaments. And so he comes out Friday relaxed, thinking he's not going to even make the cut. And what you know, he just reels off birdies left and right. Other uh, oddities coming out of this tournament is a guy named Aaron Cockrell. <coughs> Excuse me. He made a hole-in-one on the back nine of his Friday tournament. He followed that with an eight. So he went one-eight. And uh, he failed to sign his scorecard and got disqualified. So uh, he had the, the good, the bad, and the ugly. The best and the worst happened to him all in one round. And then another hole-in-one was made the same day on the same golf course, but on the different nine. This guy started on number 10, which is a par three, and his first shot of the day, hole-in-one. And that's David Drysdale. So uh, two hole-in-ones right there. And then also on the DP European Tour, coming up this week is the BMW PGA Championship in Wentworth Golf Course in England. And uh, it's that flagship, flagship tournament for the uh, European Tour. And uh, there's going to be 18 LIV Live members playing in this event. Uh, the DP Tour has different restrictions than the PGA Tour. Even though they've uh, made an alliance and joined forces together, they, uh, they have different regulations and rules, and they're a little softer than the PGA Tours. So they're allowing these members to play in that flagship event. But it doesn't sit well for those who are against, against the live uh, tour for whatever reason. And Rory McIlroy is one of them, and uh, he said it's going to be Difficult to stomach when I see these players. Yep, but it's life goes on, Rory. And I have to get over it. And here's a hole-in-one story. I got a hole-in-one and an albatross story coming up back-to-back. In Appleton, Wisconsin, a guy, a kid named Drew, he's 16 years old, Drew Rudolph had, had a heck of a, uh, a story to tell his, his, his classmates, when he went back to school on the first day of school, uh, he made two hole-in-ones in, in the span of about 20 minutes. Just, just wrap your head around that. Uh, so he aced the first hole, uh, the fifth hole, and, and uh, he texted his dad. Dad made a hole-in-one. 20 minutes later, he calls him. Dad, this is on number seven now. I made another hole-in-one, and he was so excited and uh, his dad said, uh, you could hear it in his voice, how excited he was. And his dad got a phone call just, just after he hung up. And another man called him and said, Mister, you don't know me, but uh, I just saw your son. I'm playing behind him. I just saw your son make two hole-in-ones. 
pretty good deal there. A proud dad, I'm sure. And by the way, the odds are one in 67 million to make two hole-in-ones in one round of golf. And here's a story that's probably uh, almost as, as astounding and uh, equal in odds. An albatross, of course, we know that uh, a hole-in-one is two under par, right? Well, an albatross is three under par on one hole. And, of course, you can only do that on a par four or par five, right? You make a two on a par five, it's three under par. You make an ace on, on a par four, it's three under par. Well, this guy in, in Broken Bow, Oklahoma, a guy named Ryan Ferguson, playing Cedar Creek Golf Course, uh, made a hole-in-one on the par four tenth hole, three under par, on Friday, August the 26th. Now, that was not his only albatross this year. He had made one earlier in April at a nearby golf course in Idabel, Oklahoma. So he's got two albatrosses in one year. That, that's pretty astounding. Very difficult. Very much the odds are against anybody for doing it once, much less twice. And then the obit column, a guy named Herb Kohler, 83 years old, passed away. That doesn't ring a bell till you just go in your bathroom and check out your your commode or your lavatory, because this guy, Kohler, designed a multitude of uh, bathroom uh, fixtures, and, and he's called the bathroom king. But uh, if you live in Wisconsin, you know him from, uh, from when he designed and uh, initiated the American Club, which is a, a golf resort, and put, really put Wisconsin on the map as far as golf destinations are concerned. So the American Club, he designed, okay, he built the American Club. You have to stay there to play these courses. Black Wolf Run and Whistling Straits. And we know Whistling Straits had two PGA championships there. And uh, he passed away at age 83. Herb Kohler from Kohler, Wisconsin, where they make your bathroom products. All right, with that, we'll take a break, wrap up our show, and... Uh, Coming up right after Chip Shots is going to be the uh, Catholic High School Coaches Show with Coach Scott Watney and Tony Landry, the voice of the Panthers. I know the the Panthers had a disappointing opening game, but uh, Coach Scott Watney will give us all the ins and outs of that on the CHS Coaches Show right after Chip Shots. Stay tuned. Hey, guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. We have a new player on the field and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Whew. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. 
The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com. Quick question from Clico. Of all the things in your home that are plugged in, how many do you use every day? Ooh. Yeah, we thought so. You should know plugged-in appliances use up energy whether they're on or off, and that can run up your energy bill. So Clico recommends you pull the plug on wasting energy by unplugging the stuff you're not using. Because from the moment you pull them from the socket, you start socking away the savings. And isn't that what matters? Visit Clico.com slash what matters. That's W-A-T-T matters. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 107.5. And welcome back to Chip Shots, our last segment here on Labor Day Monday afternoon. Hope and pray you had a good Labor Day. Looks like we didn't get any rain around here, so I hope you got out and maybe played some golf or enjoyed some other outdoor activity on Labor Day. We begin uh, September, my favorite, approaching my favorite time of the year, September, October, November. The weather turns, gets nice for golfers when those fronts come through in October. Look forward to the Sugarcane Festival and all the other festivals in the fall. So let's turn off Kenny Loggins here. And we'll uh, wrap up our uh, golf talk. So it's that time of the year. The golf season on the PGA Tour is ending and awards are being given out. So uh, his speculation, uh, Player of the Year Award, uh, we think is going to go to Scotty Scheffler. Of course, he won the Masters along with three other events this year. He also had four runner-up finishes and won $25 million plus million. That's a record. And then on Rookie of the Year, uh, Cameron Young seems to be uh, in the lead there since, since Cameron Smith, the other Cameron, where they finished 1-2 in the uh, British Open, uh, he bolted to the LIV. We're not sure how the PGA Tour is going to handle that. But uh, one of those Camerons looks like uh, they're going to win the trophy. And uh, Cameron Young had five second-place finishes. No wins this year, but five second-place finishes. So a pretty good season for him. And here's a cool story. If you like football, you'll remember the name Stan Humphreys is a quarterback who won the Super Bowl with the Washington Redskins as a backup to Mark Rippin. And uh, two decades later, he lost the Super Bowl to San Francisco while playing with the uh, San Diego Chargers. Well, now he's 57 years old. And you think a football player wouldn't turn to golf, you know. 
But he did, and he has qualified for the U.S. Senior Amateur. He's going to be on another big stage coming up as a U.S. Senior Amateur is going to be played. Just to qualify for that at his age and knowing that he didn't play golf most of his, his career while playing football, I'm certain. And uh, that's, a, that's a pretty big feat in itself. And then, uh, once again, uh, it's, it's the time of the year for a lot of stats and awards to be given out. Well, here's one that hit my eye. It's the big drives, big drivers. We all know that uh, for many different reasons, technology being the most important one, guys are hitting, pros are hitting, everybody's hitting longer and longer drives. You know, when, when they came up with the uh, graphite shaft and then now the metal heads, and a longer shaft, a lighter shaft, you can create more club head speed. Well, guys are hitting the ball further and further and further, and gals as well. So on the PGA Tour, 99 out of 103 averaged 300-plus yards. That's more than half. More than half the field averaged 300-plus yards. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> In the year 2000, John Daly became the first guy to top 300 yards, and he was the only one to do it then. And boy, they had statistics of all going way back of the average drives and stuff, but uh, it's just incredible how far everybody's hitting the ball nowadays. So that's the first time more than half the players averaged 300-plus yards. Cameron Young was the leader, the guy I just talked about who's up for player of the year. 321.3 yards. He edged out Rory McIlroy, 321.2 yards. And uh, if you can put the ball in the fairway and hit it that far, the game becomes a lot easier. Look at this. Last place, 193, was Brian Stewart, 277.4 yards. And get this, that's the same number as John McCormish, in 1983 had when he led the tour in driving distance. So the last place guy, 193, would have been <laughs> the first place guy in 1983. Unbelievable what technology's done for our game. Got a couple more minutes, a couple of quick notes. The Ben Hogan Company's closing after going out of business after being... Uh, one of the premier golf companies way back in the day, Ben Hogan's rolling over in his grave. He took so much pride in that company. And uh, Luke Donald was recently named Ryder Cup captain after Hendrick Stenson bolted to the LIV League. And uh, one last note here. Tiger in the year 2000 made what we call the Tiger Slam. He... Uh, he won four majors in a row, but not in the calendar year. Well, the clubs he used to do that was auctioned off for a pricey $5 million. I don't know what somebody's going to do with that, but they must have a lot of money to burn. Once again, stay tuned. Uh, we got Louisiana Network news up next, and then some sports news, and then the sports continues with the Catholic High Coaches Show with Tony Landry and Coach Scott Watney. Stay tuned. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to KANE 1240 AM and K298CQ 107.5 FM, New Iberia. The voice of the 10.